You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Hello, folks, and uh, welcome to another edition of Luke's English Podcast. Now, um, the last podcast I did was about uh, music festivals, so I thought that I'd stick with the theme of music this time and teach you some music idioms. Now, just a little note about idioms. Of course, um, an idiom is a kind of fixed expression that um, are, you know is used a lot in general conversation. Now, they're quite tricky because um, um, the meaning is difficult to understand. If you try to understand the individual words one by one in an idiom, you probably won't understand the idiom. It's, it's very difficult because the idiom as a whole has a different meaning to the individual words. So, for example, if you look in a dictionary and uh, try and understand the, the expression word by word, you won't understand anything. It's got a different meaning as a fixed expression. So, um, I'm going to teach you some idioms that are sort of related to music in some way. And I've selected these ones myself, hand-picked them, um, to make sure that I was teaching you idioms which um, are actually quite useful, because some of the idioms that you learn are not really useful. There are so many that some of them are, are not used very often or are a bit old-fashioned. But I think these ones are okay. So the idioms I'm going to teach you, and um, you'll be able to read all of these idioms with transcripts um, on the web page. So the idioms are, are this, and I'm not going to tell you what they mean yet. First, I'm just going to read the idioms to you, and then I'm going to read you little dialogues that include the idioms, and then at the end, I'm going to explain what the idioms mean. Okay? So the idioms then, one by one. First one is, um, it rings a bell, or that rings a bell. Right. Next one is uh, to pull out all the stops. To pull out all the stops. To pull out all the stops. Okay. So that's it rings a bell and to pull out all the stops. The next one is to play it by ear. To play it by ear. Right. Um, to play it by ear. Right. The next one is. It's music to my ears. It's music to my ears. Right? Okay, the next one is um, to be fit as a fiddle. To be fit as a fiddle. To be fit as a fiddle. Okay? The next one is um, to, f to face the music. To face the music. The next one is to change your tune to change your tune or to change your tune right and the last one is to blow your own trumpet to blow your own trumpet to blow your own trumpet okay so don't worry if you don't know what those idioms mean and don't worry about trying to understand the individual words necessarily because sometimes they don't really help you. So what I'd like you to try and do now is um, listen to these uh, little stupid dialogues that I've written, which I'm going to perform. Um, they're not very good dialogues, and I'm not a very good actor, but I'm going to try and perform the dialogues to you 
to make it more realistic or interesting. And as you listen to the dialogues, try to notice the idioms that I've used and try and guess what they mean from the context of the situation. Okay? Don't forget that at the end I'll explain what they mean. Alright? So, I'm going to start with the first dialogue. All these dialogues are in some way related to work, basically. It's a kind of work-themed um, situation in which a man um, had to do a negotiation to win a contract and, and what happened. Okay? So, um, here we go. Here's the first part of the dialogue. Have you ever met Jack Miller? Well, the name rings a bell. He works in the Nakatomi Plaza. Oh yes, I remember. He was the guy who sealed the OCP contract. He wouldn't stop blowing his own trumpet about it. Yes, he just kept going on about how he closed the deal, saying how Cyberdyne were going to be the number one agency in the country. Yeah, what a pain in the neck. Okay, that was my, uh, my first dialogue. I, I do apologise for the terrible acting. But uh, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm not a professional actor. I'm a teacher, so I'm just doing the best I can. Anyway, I hope uh, you managed to catch the idiom there. It was uh, to blow your own trumpet. He said uh, he wouldn't stop blowing his own trumpet about it. Yeah. Okay, the next situation, if you can imagine, is like in a big souvenir shop in the centre of London in the summertime. Okay? And this is like a motivational speech by the sales manager of the souvenir shop. Okay, here it is. Okay guys, summer is the busiest time of year for us. Lots of tourists with their 50 pound notes. What they really need is London souvenirs. Okay, so pull out all the stops this month. I want you to sell, sell, sell. More British flags, more models of Big Ben, more photos of the Queen, more toy London buses, more postcards of punks, more Beatles t-shirts, more London Eye photos, more We Will Rock You tickets, and more umbrellas. Okay, so that was the souvenir manager, and the idiom there was, um, what was it? Um, the idiom was there, uh, the idiom there, ooh, can't speak. Um, I'll start again. The idiom there was um, to pull out all the stops, right? Okay, now the next, um, 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 next one is back with the story of Jack Miller and the negotiation. Sir? Yes? It's Miller. We've closed the OCP deal. Oh, that is music to my ears. I can't tell you how important it is to Cyberdyne. No, sir, you don't have to tell me, sir. Excellent. Okay, I'm getting kind of embarrassed now because I realise that these uh, these little dialogues are just awful, I think. Um, I'm, I'm not very pleased with them. I think they sound terrible. My acting is awful and my accents are, are, are really rubbish. But I'm going to keep doing it because I've started it now, so I've got to finish. Um, anyway, uh, that idiom was, uh, that's music to my ears. That's music to my ears, okay? Okay, here's the next uh, dialogue. Here we go. More bad acting and even worse accents coming right up. Hey, Miller. Yeah? Are you going into the OCP negotiation? Well, yes I am. Don't you need your notes? Where's your file? Oh, I don't really need them. How are you going to manage the negotiation without them? Oh, I'll just play it by ear. Okay, I think this is uh, pretty awful and embarrassing, mainly because of my acting. I thought that I was a bit better than this, but clearly um, I'm not. I'm, I'm rubbish at acting. But uh, 
That's not important. The important thing is that you learn some English. Isn't that right? I think so. So, um, yeah, the idiom there was, I'll play it by ear. To play it by ear. Right? Okay. So there are two more dialogues, and here's the next one. It's uh, in a doctor's surgery. So uh, uh, our man Jack Miller has gone to the doctors to get a checkup. Okay, so here it is. Well, Miller, yes, doctor, I'm pleased to tell you that you have a clean bill of health. You're fit as a fiddle. It's quite surprising, really, considering your age. I expect you have the body of someone half your age. How do you do it? Well, I'm just lucky, I suppose. Okay, so more bad acting for you there. A kind of posh doctor character. Um, anyway, the idiom there was, um, you're fit as a fiddle. You're fit as a fiddle. Okay, now here's the last dialogue and the last of my terrible performances. Here we go. It's back to the story of Miller and the negotiation. Hey, Miller, the board are furious. They say you screwed up the OCP deal. They say Cyberdyne is in jeopardy. Damn it! Did they say anything else? Yeah, they say they want to see you immediately. Time to face the music, Miller. I suppose so. So that's the last uh, dialogue. I hope you enjoy the story of, uh, of Miller and the negotiation. And, uh, yeah, sorry about the awful acting. Next time I'll get, uh, you know, Johnny Depp and... Uh, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino and uh, Christopher Walken to come and, uh, and, and perform one of my dialogues. I think maybe next time I'll do Christopher Walken and um, Robert De Niro. I think that would be quite a good combination. So anyway, the meanings of those idioms. Well, actually in the first dialogue there were two idioms. Uh, that was, uh, it rings a bell and he kept blowing his trumpet, right? So, um, it rings a bell means it's familiar. Uh, I think I remember it. It's familiar or it reminds me of something. So, um, if someone says something like, oh, do you know Jack Miller? You might say, well, the name rings a bell. So, it's like um, there's a little memory of it in the back of your head, but you can't really remember it. It's like a little bell ringing in the back of your head. See, so his name rings a bell, right? So, it's familiar. Um, the other one in that first dialogue was to blow your own trumpet, to blow your own trumpet. And that's basically to, to boast about how good you are. So if you keep going on about how great you are, you're just blowing your own trumpet. Okay, right. In the next uh, dialogue, we had uh, to pull out all the stops, to pull out all the stops. It was, okay, so pull out all the stops this month. And if you pull out all the stops, it comes from, well, pull out all the stops means um, you do everything you can in order to achieve the results that you need. So you, you kind of um, go full power into your work. You pull out all the stops. Now that comes from um, um, old organs, like church organs, which use pipes. And to get the loudest sound on your organ, you would pull out all the stops and the stops are like little sort of mechanical buttons that you can pull out or press in and they change the sound of the organ so if you pull all of the stops out it makes a really loud sound on the organ so now we use the expression to pull out all the stops to mean to do something um, full with all our power 
um, you know, to do everything you can in order to achieve a result, right? Um, now, the other idioms that I just said, actually, was it rings a bell. Well, a bell is like a little um, thing that you have at the top of a church. Ding, 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 like that. Okay, so it rings a bell. Like I said, it rings a bell in the back of your head, like a memory. Uh, the other one is to blow your own trumpet. Well, a trumpet is a, a, a musical instrument which you blow into. Uh, I'm sure you know what a trumpet is. If you don't know what a trumpet is, um, I'll play you a little bit of trumpet. I, I don't play the trumpet, but I'm going to play you a little bit of someone else playing the trumpet. Here it is. Okay, so that was a trumpet being played. That was actually uh, Donald Bird there, um, great trumpet player. Um, so to blow your own trumpet means to go on and boast about how great you are, okay, to blow your own trumpet. Um, okay, in the next uh, dialogue, uh, we had, um, that's music to my ears. That's music to my ears. And, and if you say that when basically someone has t said something that is exactly what you wanted to hear. It's exactly what you wanted to hear. So something that makes you very happy. That's, that's music to my ears. Okay. Now the next one uh, was, uh, let's see. Um, oh, I'll just play it by ear. I'll just play it by ear. And in that one, uh, Miller's colleague said to him, how are you going to manage the negotiation without your notes? And Miller said, I'll just play it by ear. So to play it by ear... Um, means that, uh, let's see, you, you improvise, you don't follow a plan, you just react to whatever happens there. So Miller's going to go into the negotiation without his notes, he's not going to use a plan, he's just going to react um, as things happen, he's just going to improvise. Okay. So the origin of that, to, to play it by ear, is a bit like when you play a piano, or when you play a piece of music without music, without sheet music. Um, you're not reading the music, you're just playing it by ear. Okay, um, So that's, that's where that comes from. We also use that expression to say when you do something without planning or just improvise, to play it by ear. Um, okay, So um, in the next uh, dialogue we had, um, you're fit as a fiddle. And that's what uh, Miller's doctor said to him, you're fit as a fiddle. Which means that you're very healthy, you're in perfect health. To be fit means that you're um, healthy, you're, you know, you do lots of exercise and your body's in good condition. But if you're fit as a fiddle, it means you're really, really healthy. And a fiddle is another word for a violin. So I'm not, I'm not sure why they say fit as a, a violin or fit as a fiddle. Why is a violin fit? I don't know. Maybe it's because the strings are tight and it's kind of, I don't know, in good condition or something. But fit as a fiddle. There you go. And the, in the last uh, dialogue, we had um, time to face the music, to face the music, okay? Now, if you, if you face the music, um, it means you accept the negative consequences of your actions. You, you accept, like, um, if you've done something that's caused a really bad reaction, you have to just accept that and just face it. For example, if lots of people are angry, about a decision you made and they're in a room and they're all angry you need to just go in there and speak to them you need to face the music right um, okay so that's it actually I've just realized I've realized something 
At the beginning of this podcast, I said that I would teach you all of those idioms, like it rings a bell, to pull out all the stops, to play it by ear. It's music to my ears. Uh, You're fit as a fiddle to face the music, to blow your own trumpet and to change your tune. But I didn't explain to change your tune. I've just realised that. So basically, if you change your tune, it means you kind of change your opinion of something, uh, change the way you talk about something. So, for example, if maybe uh, one month um, John always talks about, I don't know, U2, like the rock band U2, if usually he says, oh, U2 are rubbish, yeah, they're boring, they, you know, they're not very good at music, you know, their songs are, are, are really bad, and uh, Bono can't sing, and he's really annoying, so I hate U2, right? If that's what, um, for example, John says about U2. And then, like, the next day after he, he listened to one of their songs, the next day he says, oh, you know what, you two are pretty good, actually. Yeah, I think they're possibly one of the best bands in the country at the moment. As a matter of fact, I've purchased two tickets to go and see them live in concert. Right, and you'd say to him, what are you talking about, John? You've changed your tune. I thought you hated you two. Right, so to change your tune is to change your opinion of something and to change the way you talk about something. So that's it. Um, So I hope those idioms are useful for you. Um, Let me give you actually just a couple of drills uh, for those, um, just drills for those idioms, okay? So these are just sentences I'm going to read to you. I'd like you to try and repeat them. It's good practice for your pronunciation. Think about how um, all of the words in these sentences are linked together when I say them. And try to copy it. Um, okay, here's the first one. His name rings a bell. His name rings a bell. His name rings a bell. We've got to pull out all the stops. We've got to pull out all the stops. We've got to pull out all the stops. I'll just play it by ear. I'll just play it by ear. I'll just play it by ear. That's music to my ears. That's music to my ears. That's music to my ears. You're fit as a fiddle. You're fit as a fiddle. You're fit as a fiddle. Time to face the music. Time to face the music. Time to face the music. You've changed your tune. You've changed your tune. You've changed your tune. Don't blow your own trumpet. Don't blow your own trumpet. Don't blow your own trumpet. 
And that's it for this episode of Luke's English Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're using those drills to practice your pronunciation. That's it from me, and have a very nice day. Cheers. Bye, 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 bye. Hi, folks. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. That's right, this is Luke. I'm just sitting here right now playing the piano. You know, I play the piano maybe three, four times a day. Sometimes, uh, if I have the time, if I'm not teaching English or doing a podcast, I come up here uh, and just start playing the piano. Kind of makes me feel good. I'm sure it makes... uh, Everyone else uh, in the neighborhood feel good. I know my neighbors particularly enjoy the, uh, the piano playing at all hours of the day. Sometimes they uh, bang on the uh, on the ceiling there, just out of pure enjoyment. I think they sure love it when I play the piano. So I just thought I'd play this uh, short piece for you right now, just to give you another side of my personality, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be doing another podcast for you real, real soon. So, uh, until then, have a very, very nice week. I'll catch you soon. Thanks a lot. Good night.